Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freaking nature to me. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. That hard to turn the knobs? Well, hello. It is me, back on the radio. Thanks for joining Overtime with Lee Patterson today. I am Lee Patterson. Back at it. Uh, had a couple of weeks off. Uh, some sickness, some scheduling conflicts, but we are back here for Overtime. I uh, get to talk about the stretch run in the playoffs. Uh, rankings are out. I'm also going to get on my soapbox today about Major League Baseball hall of fame and uh, if time permits we'll get into other things as well what is going on we've got lots to talk about today get to catch up on basketball and soccer today because there's a lot to talk about let's first of all talk about the 3a boys ranking actually i want to talk about how teams qualify this year that's something we always talk about so we are going to talk about how teams qualify first for basketball let's start with that first we're we're almost we're less than a month away from the end of the basketball season so Taking a look at, where's 3A? High seed, interesting. So, 3A basketball this year. The first round will be Wednesday, February 16th at the high seed. The second round will be at the high seed. So, 3A, 3A is not going to Prescott this year. 3A will stay in the Phoenix area at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Same place it was last year. Quarterfinals are Tuesday, February 22nd. At FTC. Oh, no, that is Finlay Toyota Center. I lied. The semifinals are going to be in Prescott. That's crazy to me. First round high seed, second round high seed, quarterfinals uh, at the Finlay Toyota Center, championships at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. So if you win a state championship game, there's a chance you will play four games in four different arenas if you're in the 3A. Interesting. Uh, for 2A, first round will be Friday, February 18th in the Prescott area. Saturday, February 19th in the Prescott area. And then the semifinals and championships will be at Veterans Memorial Coliseum. So it doesn't look like there's any championships at uh, 1A is is at, of course, it's going to be all over the place. This is going to be a fun postseason to try to cover, guys. Uh, 1A, quarterfinals are February 11th at 7 o'clock at the high seed. Semifinals are February 18th in the Prescott area. And the championship is Saturday, February 19th at the Finlay Toyota Center. That is 1A basketball. That is 1A boys basketball. Some of those dates are going to change. Or That is boys basketball. But what will not change is how the teams are qualifying. 3A basketball will take 24 teams this year. In order to qualify, a school must have played a minimum of 10 games. 
Based on region standings, the two top teams in each region will earn an automatic bid to the state tournament, except for the North region. The two teams in the North region final will earn the region's two bids to the state tournament. So the North is going to have a tournament. The remaining 10 teams will qualify at large based on the PowerPoint rankings. The numbers with teams ranked number one through eight receiving a first round bye. So there'll be 14 automatic bids and 10 at-large bids in the 3A. Okay, 2A is only taking 16 instead of 24 this year. And in in order to qualify, a school must have played a minimum of 10 games. Based on region standings, the top two teams in each region will earn an automatic bid at minimum to the conference play-in tournament, except for the North, Valley, and South region. Those two teams in North region and Valley region tournament will earn the region's two bids to the last play-in. In the 2A South, the 2A teams... The top two, two, the top two teams in the region, according to the rankings, will get the spots. Wow, 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 wow! Confusing. The conference play-in tournament will match the teams ranked nine through twenty-four. Oh, so they're, I see. Two A is still taking twenty-four teams, but they're not calling it a state tournament in the play-in rounds. Uh, it's confusing to everybody. So there will be twenty-four teams in the two A. 9 through 24 play in the opening, the play-in round, which is not considered the playoffs. Teams ranked 1 through 8 will have a bye. All right, so there will be teams ranked 1 through 8 and 8 conference play-in winners out of the 24. Got it. In 1A, 16-team play-in tournament. In order to qualify, you must play 10 games. The 1A West and the 1A East, the regular season champion and the champion of the region tournament, will get the automatic bids. If this happens to be the same team, then the other qualifier from the region will be the runner-up from the region tournament. In the 1A Central, 1A North, 1A South, and 1A Tucson, the regular season re- the regular season region champion and the second-place finisher based on region standings will be the two qualifiers. So there will be 12 automatic bids and four at-large in the 1A. Whew, everything is different nowadays. So, so when... This is the part that confuses a lot of people. The AIA does not make that decision. Each region leadership committee makes those decisions. So that is completely confusing. So 24 teams make the official tournament in 3A. No play-in. No, 1 through 8 receive a first round bye. Yeah. All right. So 24 teams in the 3A, 16 teams in the tournament for 2A, but 24 make the play-in and 16 teams in the 1A. And now that that is clear as mud, let's look at the rankings. 3A boys basketball. Right now, Thatcher sits number 11 in 3A. And they would be in, but they would have to play. No, it depends on if they're in the region. Region champion. See, this is this is what happens when you go through this live on the radio. So let's look at standings. The 3A standings. So 3A, right now, Thatcher sits in the number three spot in the 3A South Central. They play ALA Ironwood on Friday night, who has the tiebreaker with Thatcher right now. They beat him earlier in the year. So if Thatcher could beat ALA Ironwood, they would be at least tied for second place and get the auto bid. Coolidge sits undefeated in the region at 12-1 and and 5-0 and in the region. So they are number one right now by two games. I'm not sure anybody's catching them. 
So it's going to be a shootout between ALA Ironwood and Thatcher for the number two spot, it looks like, to get the auto bid into the 3A. But even if Thatcher doesn't get the auto bid at number 11 right now, they're probably high enough. I mean, they're definitely high enough to get into the playoffs, but you have to finish in the top two to get the auto bid. As for 2A, boys, Pima sits number five. They are securely in the playoffs. Wilcox sits number nine. That's probably high enough to keep them in the playoffs as well. Uh, Marinci sits number 18. They will probably have to go on the road in the play-in round, is my guess. And that is two-way boys. And... 1A boys, Duncan has a chance. Uh, I think Duncan was number, the new rankings came out at about an hour ago. So uh, Duncan right now sits number nine in the 1A PowerPoint rankings, which really doesn't matter because they're not using PowerPoint rankings at all. Uh, Duncan is the number two team in the 1A South. Behind whom? 1A South for the boys. Duncan boys are number two behind St. David. So Duncan is 4-1 in the region. St. David is 4-0 in the region. Fort Thomas sits uh, down the about fourth in the region. So I think Duncan has a legitimate shot at getting into the playoffs for on the boys' side. Switching over to the girls' side of things, 2A girls' rankings. Uh, Pima sits number one with an undefeated record, 12-0. St. John Paul sits second at two. So both of them are securely in. Um, Looks like San Carlos girls at number eight are probably securely in. Marinci girls are number 11. They look like they're in. Uh, Anything past number eight, though, will have to host or go on the road in the play-in round. Now there's 46 girls basketball teams. Fun fact. 3A rankings, uh, Thatcher girls are number two, and it's literally almost tied. They're literally almost tied with Winslow. The, Winslow's rating is 15.019. Thatcher's rating is 15.010. So .009 separate Winslow and Thatcher from the number one spot. Uh, so they are securely in. The Safford girls are coming on as of late. They've been playing really well lately. Uh, they are 26th right now. They would need to be into the top 24 to get into the state tournament. And the 1A girls, Fort Thomas leads that race on the girls' side. The 1A girls, Fort Thomas, is number one. So you do realize that Fort Thomas girls are number one, Pima girls are number one, and Thatcher girls are number two by a slim margin. Pretty great, not pretty great, exceptional girls' basketball being played at the high school level in the Gila Valley right now. Uh, Fort Thomas is number one, Sloan number two, Leading Edge three, Joe City four. And Duncan girls are at 15 right now. They are in as of this point. They take the top 16, it looks like. They are in as of now. So that is, with every region, with every conference and region doing things differently, it's a little bit tough to keep track of, but just the, the... the Cliff Notes version, 3A's taking 3, or 24, 2A's taking 24, 1A's taking 16. So um, that is the way that that looks right now. We're going to take a timeout. 
When we come back, we will look at soccer, how they qualify for the tournaments, where they're ranked at right now, and more coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us on the 26th of January. My dad's birthday today. Talked to him for a little bit earlier. Happy birthday to my pops. And it also is game night at Eastern Arizona College. Uh, EAC women at 5.30, men at 7.30, hosting Glendale tonight. We'll be there tonight. If that is our basketball broadcast tonight, EAC versus Glendale, 7.30 tip-off. Also, in the break, breaking news. Just, while we were in commercial break, this literally just happened. Uh, UFC lightweight champion Charles Oliveira will seek his second title defense against Justin Gaethje at UFC 274 on May 7th in Brazil. UFC is working on finalizing the 155-pound title fight shortly. The pay-per-view event now includes two title fights. Brazilian lightweight, light heavyweight champion Glover Teixeira will face Jerry Prochaska on the same date. The UFC has not announced an official venue, but it is considered holding it in Brazil, but the card is now expect. Oh, they were originally considering holding it in Brazil, but now the card is expected to take place in the U.S. So I guess uh, Justin will not have to travel to Brazil, according to ESPN's Brett Okamoto. Uh, Gaethje has been wanting another crack at UFC gold since former champion Khabib retired in October. Uh, Gaethje of Arizona challenged Nurmagomedov for the title in the final fight of his career. Uh, Then he beat Michael Chandler at Madison Square Garden, which we all knew that. But so May 7th, it looks like, for Justin Gaethje taking on Charles Oliveira for the UFC 155-pound lightweight championship. That's exciting. Back to high school sports, soccer, 3A boys soccer rankings. Thatcher, 9-0, number two in the state. Number one is ALA Gilbert North. Number three is Coolidge, and those two play each other this week. Thatcher and Coolidge play each other this week, and that will be huge for the playoff seedings. Safford boys at 7-3 are 26th in the state. So let's go over to soccer. How do you qualify for the soccer tournament? We'll tell you. So, 3A is a 16-team bracket. To qualify, a school must have played a minimum of six games. Based on region standings, the top team in each region will earn an automatic bid to the conference play-in tournament as a host without receding, unless it is matched up with a higher-ranked region who will then serve as the host. The conference play-in tournament will match the teams ranked number 9 through 24. Teams ranked number one through eight, along with the eight winning teams from the conference play-in tournament, will make up the 16-team state tournament. The state tournament bracket will be seeded according to the overall ranking in the playoff or in the rankings. So let's go to standings. So Thatcher's number two in the state. You, you, I would have to guess that that puts them near the top of the region, but we'll double check. Thatcher is indeed so. Thatcher and Coolidge right now are tied for the 3A East Conference lead at 5-0. Both teams are undefeated on the season. Coolidge is 10-0. Thatcher is 9-0. Thatcher has the tiebreaker right now because they are number two in the 3A, and Coolidge is number three. So the winner of the game, I believe it's Friday. That's a big soccer match. I'm going to have to make it out there, make an appearance at this big soccer match. The game is the 28th. So, yeah, Friday at 4 o'clock at Eastern Arizona College, Thatcher and Coolidge – on boys soccer 
for the 3A East Conference Championship. That'd be big. Have to go check those guys out. I, they've been. I, I was told this year that this is the year for Thatcher Boys Soccer. Like I, I was told that at the end of football season. I believe them, but they're actually they're obviously showing out too. Three uh, A girls soccer. Right now, Safford girls are number eight at eight and one. Thatcher girls at number twenty one at five and five. So it looks like both of them are in the playoffs. Let's look at the girls soccer. Um, rankings or brackets or standings is that's what I wanted to see in I've got to go to the 3A yeah 3A is the smallest soccer region or conference so right now Sabino is number one in the region Safford is number two in the region at five and one so Sabino would get the auto bid but Safford being at number eight on the girls side would be um, in Thatcher girls sit third in their region, five and five overall, four and four in the region. Um, on the boys' side, forgot that Thatcher and Safford were not in the same region. Um, let's go with Safford. Uh, Safford boys are at number three in the three A South, seven and three overall, four and two in the region. Also, um, more high school stuff. The uh, Benson. ALA, Arizona Lutheran Academy, and Parker and Snowflake were all denied their appeal, so all of them will be moving up. Benson football will be 3A next year in the 3A South. Uh, Snowflake will go 4A, and Parker and Arizona Lutheran Academy will go 3A as well. So football for next year, the 3A South is now Thatcher, Safford, Benson, Push Ridge and Sabino next year for football. Let's see if they've updated on the site. Uh, they have not. Uh, Sarita and Rio Rico both appealed up. So, and then also, Marinci and Pima have been moved out of the 2A East into the 2A Salt, which is Globe, Miami, San Carlos, Santan Charter, Pima, and Marinci. Those are all based on appeals, but are uh, pending appeals. But I don't see those changing much at all. So I'm trying to catch you up on everything that's happened since the last time I was on the radio. We'll take one more break. When we come back, I'll have a small bit of time for my soapbox on Major League Baseball's uh, Hall of Fame. Coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us on the 26th of January. Can you believe that the first month of 2022 is already over. It's been crazy. So here's my, here's my, yesterday, Major League Baseball inducted David Ortiz into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was the only member on the ballot. They got the, above the required 75% of the votes to get elected into the hall. Here's my, here's my, you cannot have a Hall of Fame if the game's best players are not enshrined there. You've got, and I understand some are for different reasons, but just give me a second. You're the guy that has the most hits in the history of your game. Pete Rose is not in your hall of fame. The guy that has the most home runs ever hidden in your, in your sport, Barry Bonds is not in your hall of fame. The guy that has won the most Cy Young awards, the best pitcher in your game 
it, Roger Clemens is not in your Hall of Fame. That's a problem to me. Arguers say that, well, they so those guys were all in the steroid era. Yes, they were in the steroid era. They were also the best players in the steroid area era where everybody was doing steroids and PEDs. And unless you've played baseball, you don't realize how hard it is to use a round bat to hit a round ball square. Steroids would not help you do that. So, that's my argument. Those guys need to be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose is a little bit different story, but he's, it's still, to me, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame because he was the hits leader, all-time hits leader in the sport. But anyways, we're out of time. That's I wish I had more to, to get in on that, but I do not. I've been to the Hall of Fame. I enjoy the Hall of Fame. Baseball is my favorite pastime, but I think that the sports writers are doing it a disservice with those guys not being in the league are in the Hall of Fame more than they are protecting, quote-unquote, the Hall of Fame from those guys. So it is what it is, but congratulations to David Ortiz. But on that list, David Ortiz is not even in the top three best players. We're out of time. See ya.